so glad that you're out here tonight and um, giving up a, a Thursday evening. And and um, I, I, lo- I love this time because um, because as a pastor, um, you know, it's hard to 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 um, it's difficult to spend and connect with with each one of you on a one on one basis on a Sunday morning. Um, but here I, I have a sense where at least I can I can connect with at least each one of you, even if it's for 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 a few seconds, you know, a few minutes to just connect with you. So. Man, it just thrills my heart that you're here tonight, and I, I believe that strong men um, make strong churches, and I believe strong churches make strong communities. And and that's 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 my heart here. It's not. I believe is is as men as we if we grow stronger as men, I believe we'll have the ability to make a greater mark in in our world, right? And you know you know we're 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 called to be leaders. You're you're called to be a leader. Whether you see yourself as a leader or not, you're called to be a leader. You know, you're, you're leading something, you're leading someone. You know, even if, even if it's yourself, you got, you got, you know, you start somewhere, lead, lead yourself, right? You know, hey, and sometimes that's a big job, right? <laughs> you know, and it took me a long time to, you know, to, to get to a place where I knew how to lead myself. And, but hey, you know, but I'm telling you, you know, it, you know, you, ha- you have to kind of sometimes take yourself by the, by the bootstraps and say, hey, this is the direction we're going to go. This is, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, because, you know, you know it's, it's kind of like simple, but if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead your family. You know, uh, you know, the Bible says the blind lead the blind. They both fall into a ditch. You don't want to lead your family into a ditch. So that means that means you need to first lead yourself, you know, and um, that's a whole nother message in, in our cell. Right. But that's not that's not our topic tonight. But uh, but here this year, our, our mandate, my mandate as a pastor with with you all has been to talk about being excellent men, excellent men. And that doesn't mean being perfect men. It just being men that are are pursuing God and and allowing that pursuit to change them, uh, you know, from glory to glory. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm I'm so grateful that when you know, man, it's it's been twenty twenty six and a half years ago that I, I encountered God, and and so man, look where He's brought my life. So it it, it is a it, you know, so no matter where you're at. Realize, you know, God has something more for you than where you're at, and it doesn't matter your past. You know, I've I've been divorced. I've I've I had issues with alcohol. I smoked. I did drugs. Dealt drugs. I mean, so so the thing is, is that, you know, never never limit your future by things you did in the past. You know, realize realize what 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 God has for you is far beyond what you could ever ask, think, dream, or imagine. And and I, and I believe we're growing as excellent men. Uh, before I get in, before I get in our topic tonight, before I get get into our outline tonight, and uh, just to remind you, coming up in October, October fourth and fifth, uh, we have our retreat coming up. It'll be our third, our, our third annual, I guess, retreat. And and we have uh, Brother Jerry Savell, Doctor Savell is going to spend two days with us, um, and we're going to be down in uh, in Maypearl at Lakeway, uh, at Lakeway um, Camp uh, Campground. And so, I encourage you, you. You need to. You need to go online. You can register for that. If you don't know how to do that, hey, uh, Jeremiah, Ryan, Freddie, raise your hands. Hey, connect with them. And at least if you can just let us know that that you're coming. Uh, my, my heart. Last year we had about forty-five or so men. Uh, this year, my, my heart is for us to have seventy-five men. So that might take you inviting someone with you. 
And, and, and you know, you say, well, Pastor, I don't, I don't know if I have the finances for that. And, and Freddie, what is, the, what is the cost for that? 80? It's okay. Well, you'll let us know. Just let us know at the end. I know there, there was a thing, because we had hotel rooms that we were staying there, and then and, and, and those are almost sold out, uh, and then we have the other, the other rooms. So, so the thing is, you know, because they only had so many of those, and so there's a price difference between the different types of rooms. So, so just see them afterwards, and, but, but at least let us know that you're going, and encourage you to bring someone. And, and you know, Dr. Savell, he's, he's, man, he, as soon as the convention was over, he left for Puerto Rico. You know, so he's in Puerto Rico for a week, and, that, and that's not vacation. So he's he's not he's on vacation in Puerto Rico. Uh, he's ministering in the areas where where still are um, places that have been destroyed. You know, and and so he's taken he's ta- and so he's you know he he's taken a time out of his busy schedule, traveling all over the world to spend uh, spend a Friday night and a Saturday morning with us. He's going to spend the night with us down there and. And we do all sorts of other fun things. We play dodgeball. You know, dodgeball, man, it's, it's fun. And you're like, well, dominoes, you know, you're not dodgeball, you like dominoes. But, but anyway, I encourage you, get, just, I want you there. And you're like, well, I don't have the finances. At least give us your name. Give us at least an intention. And we'll stand and believe God with you that, 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 that your, your fee will be paid. And, and sometimes it's just taking that step of signing up and saying, hey, well, I don't have the deposit right now. But hey, just let us let us know you're coming. I, I want to see that I want to see 75 people there, and so I encourage you to invite somebody. All right, and um, and I believe it's going to impact us. Yeah, it's ninety dollars, and that includes all your food, and it's, I think it's three different meals, uh, also a T-shirt, um, and then for the hotel um, lodging is 100 110, and there's four there's four um, spots remaining for that. Right? Okay. All right. Thank you. Amen. So did you get, your, get one of these papers yet? Yes. All right, let's look at it because this kind of gives you our motto, what we're about. So let's read this together. Our purpose is to create opportunities for the men of heritage to come together, to connect, grow, get free, and go to the next level in life. Our attitude is this. We refuse to go back, give up, or plateau. We will rise and be the champions we were created to be. Now let's read these things together. Step up. Be a man of action. Assume it is your job in your moment. Hate apathy. Reject passivity. Refuse to live as a spectator in life. Speak out. Silence in the midst of a sin is a sin. Be courageous. Fear God, not man. Speak the truth in love. Stand strong. Don't give in when you're challenged, attacked, or criticized. Above all, refuse to compromise. Stay humble. Be vigilant against pride. Get the log out of your eye. Don't think less of yourself. Think of yourself less. Serve the king. Seek first his kingdom, his glory, his righteousness. Hope in the eternal and live for a greater reward. Amen. Man, that's what that's what we're about. That's what I desire us as men to be. That's what that's what I want to be. Amen. That's 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 the example. That's the leader that I want to be as it pertains to being a man of God. Right. Amen. So so tonight I'm going to talk about and my topic tonight is this not normal, not normal. You know, uh, you know, just say that with me. I don't want to be normal. 
You know, you, you, you know man, man was never created to be normal. You know, we, we weren't created, we were never created to be average. You know, when God created Adam in the very beginning, it said that we were made in his likeness and his image. Is there anything normal about God? There's nothing normal about God. There's, there's nothing mediocre about God. There's nothing that's, that's um, inferior about God. There's nothing, that when you think of God, there's nothing that you can think that would be, would be something that's less than extraordinary, right? But yet when man was created, he was created in that likeness and image and he was clothed with the glory of God, right? He was clothed with it. Man was clothed with glory and honor. He was clothed with, with the very things that make God God, the glory of God. But yet, when man fell, he lost what? He lost what he was clothed with. You know, it said they were naked and unashamed. Why? Be, but yet, they, why? Because they still had the glory. They still had the Spirit of God on them. They still had the presence of God on them. But yet, when they messed up, all of a sudden now... Once they were clothed with his glory, they lost that glory. They lost the spirit of God. And all of a sudden now, they were now ashamed in front of each other. And what they do? They tried to make something that was man-made, something that was natural. Fig leaves, what? To cover themselves. Why? Because now they weren't extraordinary. They were just normal. You know what? And you and I, in, in the... In our fallen nature, so to speak, we still, if we're not careful, we'll settle for normal. Yeah. We'll go along with just the rest of the stream, the rest of the current. You know, Dr. Seville has a famous message he taught years ago, talk about the law of progression. And he would talk about, you know, going upstream, you know, going upstream, you know, he's like this. But see, the moment you're going upstream, you got to keep paddling because the moment you stop paddling, what's going to happen? The current of the stream is going to turn you around and take you where everyone else is going. And the thing is, is while you're going upstream, you're going to have people just going downstream and they're going to be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm I'm going that way. What What are you doing? See, it's just normal just to go through the regular current of life, right? It, it, it's just easy to go, go through the current of what everyone else is going, going on, what, what everyone else is doing, and just settling for normal. But yet, deep down on the inside of us, all of us desire to be extraordinary. You know, when you were, you were a young kid, you know, and people said, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know what? No one said, you know what? When I grow up, I want to be homeless. You know, I, I, want, to, I want to be a drug addict. You know what? I want to be uh, 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 someone that's abusive. I want to, you know what? I want to do that. No one, no one, when they're born in the earth, has that, that idea. No one has that. That's something that, that they've settled for. They've settled for their experience. They've settled in their mistakes. They've settled in certain things. And next thing you know, they just settle for average. But yet, even today, you know, we watch things on TV. We watch, you know, even now, I, I mean, I, I watch... <laughs> Kids today watch other, other people that are good at video games. And I'm like, what? I played video games. And, but I'm like, you watch other kids that are good at video games. I'm like, it, it, we, you know, we watch things like America's Got Talent or, or, you know, American Idol or different things, The Voice, or we watch different things. And why? Because we want to see somebody doing something great. 
We want to see somebody doing something extraordinary. We, we watch things. We watch sports teams. And I love all those things. So I'm not belittling any of those things. But, but we, we always put, we put extraordinary in the realm of that's what somebody else is. That's what someone else does. And we can settle for just ordinary. Now, let me define the word normal to you. The word normal is this, conforming to a standard, usual, typical, expected, or average. What's the, well, let's define average. Average is typical, just like the majority. And I like this definition, not great, just okay. I don't, I don't, no, no, I don't just want to be an okay husband. I don't want to just be an okay father. I don't want to just be an okay employee. I I don't want anyone to say about, well, you know what? He's just average. I don't want my wife to say, you know what? I guess he's just an average husband. But the thing is, 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 is we can just go through life and settle for things like that. And not know we're settling for it. Well, he's well, he's just like any other typical husband, you know. He, you know, he's not listening. He, he's not, you know. He didn't pay attention to what I, you know. I, I'm not here to get on husbands. The, the whole, the whole point of what I want to say is, is, is if we're going to be excellent in life, we have to first deal with this aspect and just wait a minute. I don't want to be normal at anything. I don't want to be average at anything. You know, I got to connect with Jason this, this, this past week, you know, uh, on the phone or whatever. But, but, you know, you work on cars. You don't just want to, you don't want to say, well, Jason, you know, he's average at cars. I mean, I mean you know, uh, we have, uh, um, uh, oh, where is he? I can't. Oh, Martin. You know, you, 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 you do repair, I mean, you do uh, remodeling, you build things. You, you don't say, well, you know what, he's, he's, a, he's, a no, he's an okay, you know, construction guy. No, no one wants that said about us, right? We, we don't want, that would kind of make you mad. That would make me mad. That made me mad when, when I found out that, you know, I'm like, well, you know, he's just average height. He's, <laughs> and I looked it up, the average height is like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and I'm like 5'7", and, and three quarters, so, you know, hey, I'm just right there about average, so, but no one likes average anything. You know, I, I mean, like, you know, if you're bowling, you know, you don't want a low average, you want a high average, right? We, we, anything we do, we want to do, we want to do, we want to be above average. I, I don't want to go to a below average church. I don't want to be a below average minister. I don't want to be a below average communicator. I, I, want, I, want, I want to make sure whatever I'm doing it, I'm doing it with a, the fingerprint of God on it. Right? And so here, you know, um, in, in Job, you don't need to turn there, but in Job 8 verse 7 it says, Though your beginning is small, yet your latter end will greatly increase. Though your beginning is small, it says your latter end will greatly increase. I don't want my latter end to continue to be small. I don't want to stay small. I don't want to stay broke. I don't want to stay poor. You know, that's a revelation that I remember hearing a minister, minister years ago. And, and when he got a hold of the covenant, he got a hold of working hard and got a hold of, he, he came, I heard the statement, he goes, I'll never be broke another day in my life. I'll never be broke another day in my life. Why? That's you just trying to say? No, I, I, I want I want to get a visual of of what it means to not live paycheck to paycheck. 
Because when you get a vision of all those other things, it changes how you work. It changes how you do things. It opens your heart to wisdom and direction. See, we see then we see this pattern throughout scriptures. Now, the difference maker, the difference maker in Adam in the beginning of when they were extraordinary and when they just became ordinary was what? The Spirit of God on their life. The Spirit of God on their life. And that's what I want to deal with. What's going to make you not normal is going to be the Spirit of God on your life. Now, we see this pat- pattern throughout Scripture. Now, now in um, Judges chapter 6, we see Gideon. Now, I'm not turning there, but... You know, and it talks of Gideon, and Vic ministered on Gideon last night. But it talks about how it said, and when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. What, what made the difference in Gideon? Like he was just an ordinary person. He, he saw himself as actually below average. But yet in, in Judges 6.34 it says, but the Spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon. It was the Spirit that clothed Gideon. So what made Gideon extraordinary? It was the Spirit that came upon his life. If you could sum up Samson's life, Judges chapter 16, you could sum up Samson's life throughout his life, whether, you know, before the, the, when he got his haircut, but even after his haircut, what made him extraordinary? You know, it says of him, it says, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. So what made the difference? Not the, not the fact that in the natural he had great strength, but the thing is he had great strength because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. You know, we, we think of David's life. What made the difference in David's life? Because he could, because he could sure work a sling and a stone? What made David great? Because he could defeat a lion and a bear with a, with a stick? I mean, what made the difference? What made the difference is when, when the prophet came to David and said he anointed him with oil and it said, and it said from that day forward, the spirit of the Lord would come upon David. So what made the difference? Not because of how he could use that weapon or how he could do that or how he could do this. What came, well, the difference was it was the spirit that came upon his life. That was the difference maker in his life. If you have your Bibles, turn to 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 5. 2 Samuel chapter 5. So the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. It wasn't just a, a one-time thing. It was from that day forward. And we, we talk about this. We talk about Gideons. We talk about the Samsons. We talk about different ones through Scripture. And, and we, we look at them as they, they, they were just natural men like you and I. But what made the difference? It was the Spirit of God that was upon their life. Now, here in 2 Samuel 5, in the Amplified, verse 10 says, David became greater and greater. Greater and greater. <laughs> I love that. He became greater and greater. Now, Philip became greater and greater. Jason back there became greater and greater. Thomas became greater and greater. Trevor became greater and greater. Stuart became greater and greater. But, but how was it? David became greater and greater. Why? For the Lord God of hosts was with him. See, it was, it was because God was with him. It was because the Spirit of God was upon his life. It was because how God had, had he, see, you know what? 
Justin is nothing without the Spirit of God. You know, what I see here is, is, is this. It, it wasn't David. It was all God. It wasn't Samson. It was all God. It wasn't Gideon. It was all God. See, it, it, it's going to be all God. It's, it, it, and that's what we have to understand that, that is I'm going to soar in life and I'm going to be, I'm not going to be normal in life. Why? Because it's not going to be just, it's going to be all God. And, and the thing is, 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 is as we grow in God, we're going to become what greater and greater when we understand how important it is for us to be with him. Right? For us to be with him. Now go to Luke chapter 4. And there's so many things I could share tonight as it pertains to this. I don't want to talk too long, so. Now, you know, we have, and a lot of times we have this idea that Jesus came out of the womb doing miracles. It's all of a sudden, it's like, he's like, man, he's, you know, man, Jesus, he's, he's 11 years old and he's doing miracles. No. Jesus didn't do one miracle until what? Until what? Until after he was filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus didn't, didn't do miracles. Now, now we know, we know according to Scripture, that it said that he grew. Luke chapter 2, it says he grew with favor with God and men. He grew in wisdom and favor with God and man. So, so as Jesus had to grow in his life, he had to learn in his life. You and I have to learn. Say, say that I have to learn. Say I have to grow. See, Jesus, Jesus had to take part in his growth. It's not all of a sudden, get, I'm going to get born again, and if I, I'm going to grow in God and grow in favor, it's just going to happen. No, Jesus had to grow in this. But yet Jesus didn't operate in, in, in the supernatural. He didn't operate in the extraordinary until he was filled with the Holy Spirit. At 30 years of age. And so no one was following Jesus. There weren't multitudes flocking to Jesus. Now, now there was some, some, some of the people that when he was 12 years old and he's in, the, he's in the synagogue and he's talking about scriptures, there were people that were like, wow, who is this? What, what, what? Why? Because he was growing. He was growing in these things. But yet it wasn't until he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He understood his purpose. He understood what he was called to do. And he had the miraculous and the extraordinary flowing in his life. Now, if we look at Luke chapter 4, verse 14, it says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about him. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. See, but it was, he came out in the power of the Spirit. It was the Spirit of God. Jesus said, apart from the Father. I didn't, I didn't say this. Jesus said this. Apart from the Father, I can't do anything. Say, what? Jesus said I couldn't do anything? Yeah. Because Jesus understood it wasn't Him, but it was all God. It was the Spirit of God upon His life. It was God being with Him in His life that made the difference. 
And for us to not be normal, for us to be extraordinary, for us not to remain average, for us to grow from greater and greater, we need to come understand, understand, we need to understand that it is the Spirit of God that is going to be the difference maker in our lives. So here he said this, he, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. Look at verse 31. And he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. See, this was after he was filled with the Spirit. It was after the Holy Spirit came upon his life. You see, multitudes, people were astonished at his word and his doctrine. If I look at Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, verse 25. And there followed him a great multitude of people from Galilee and from Decapolis, which is ten cities, and from Jerusalem, and from Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. Wow. This is a lot of, this is a lot of territory. Multitudes, 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 multitudes. Multitudes, multitudes were following from this area, this area, this area, this area. All because of the Spirit of God upon a man. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God will make you extraordinary. The Spirit of God will make you an extraordinary man, husband, an employee, business owner. The Spirit of God. Yeah, there's a lot of things that, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of things that we think that, you know, we did that because of us, but we don't take account of, maybe God gave me that wisdom. Maybe God gave me that dream. Maybe God gave me that idea. Maybe God... Did that. And I think there's a lot of things that, that we think we've done that actually, if it wasn't for God, we, we, we wouldn't even bear be this far in life. So the thing is, is it's the Spirit of God. I'm telling you that the Spirit of God can, can put you before great men. The Spirit of God can open doors up that not any other men can open up for you. The Spirit of God can open up a job for you when everyone else says it's impossible. All because of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God can change rules and laws. The, the Spirit of God can do things that are, that are beyond what we can think up here. So what made Jesus extraordinary was the Spirit of God on his life. Now what, what, what stemmed this in my heart, uh, besides the phrase, not normal, because after the Lord said, I want you to talk about not being normal. And then he gave me a scripture. And so I'll start to close with this. Genesis 41, Genesis 41, because the world is looking for extraordinary. They just don't know what extraordinary looks like. You know, for, for, for some, you know, maybe single men out there, there's some women out there looking for some extraordinary men. And they don't know what extraordinary looks like yet. You know, there, there's, you know, there's people out there looking for, for employees and, and they're looking for extraordinary, but they, they may not know what that looks like, but they're looking for it. 
See, people were looking for something extraordinary. That's why, that's why multitudes followed Jesus. They were looking, they were looking for something extraordinary. They had seen normal. They had seen the, the Pharisees. They had seen the Sadducees. They had seen, they had seen religion. They had seen all those things. But yet they weren't, they weren't flocking to the synagogues. But yet when they heard about Jesus, they heard Jesus, they saw Jesus. Then what had multitudes were looking for? Why? Because there's something in man that, that, that wants to follow after something that's not just normal. I'm telling you, that's why people will, will, will pursue all sorts of things in life. They'll pursue all sorts of people in life. Why? Because deep down, they want to see something extraordinary. And you know what? I don't want to settle for just following natural people that are extraordinary. I want, I want to be an example of extraordinary. Not so people can say, my name, make my name famous. That has nothing to do with it. But, but it comes down to the world is looking for extraordinary. And we can see this even in Genesis chapter 41. Genesis 41, verse 37. And the thing, I mean the King James, and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh, in the eyes of all his servants. In Pharaoh. Now get this, Pharaoh. Pharaoh, this isn't a godly man. This isn't a man that has any care about God. This is a man that actually serves false gods. This is a man that serves other gods. And yet it says, and Pharaoh said unto his servants, can we find such a one as this is a man in whom the spirit of God dwells? This is the Old Testament, guys. Is Genesis 41, 37 and 38. Pharaoh, a man that serves, serves all sorts of gods. They, they, so we know the, the Pharaoh from Moses' day. They, 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 served, they served locusts. They, they would serve bulls. They served all sorts of things. They served the, they would worship the Nile River, they worship the moon, they worship the stars, they worship so many things, but yet this guy says, look at that, and Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find? Now if he's, wants him to, if he's asking the question, that means he's looking for something. If he's asking this question, he's looking for something. So this godless man is saying, can we find? Such as one is this, a man in whom the Spirit of God dwells? Man, can we find? He's like, hey, can I get like 10 more of these guys? Can I get 10 more? Can I get 20 more of these guys? I got one of them and man, he had a great idea. He, he understood my vision. He understood what was going on. And all of a sudden now he has all this wisdom for us to be prosperous in the midst of a drought. Is there anyone else that has the Spirit of God on him? You know, and I, and I believe the world is, is maybe asking that question, but not asking that question. Is there anyone that, that can find the, a man that has the Spirit of God on him? Why? Because when the Spirit of God, see, what happened is, is he realized with Joseph, Joseph wasn't normal. Joseph wasn't normal. You know, I, I got great news for you guys. You know, Jesus, Jesus walked with 12 
Weird guys. <laughs> Fishermen, tax collectors, all sorts of all sorts we all sorts of backgrounds. Some of them had anger issues. Some of them had stealing issues. All sorts of them. So after Jesus rises from the dead, they believe that he's Lord, he breathes on them the Holy Spirit. But yet, oh, you know, coming up, because I didn't understand the Spirit of God. I didn't understand the Holy Spirit. Didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand tongues. I didn't understand those things. And so, but when I saw that, and the Lord said, Jesus said, they believed on him. And in John 20, it says, and he breathed on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And I thought, well, okay, that's when they received the Holy Spirit. No, that's when they got born again. That's when their spirit was reborn. Because if that's when they received the Holy Spirit, why would he tell them, now go to Jerusalem until you're filled with the Holy Spirit? So for me, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, there's the Spirit of God that caused me to be reborn, but then there's the Holy Spirit that will come upon my life. See, because, I mean, Jesus was like, hey, right now, right now, guys, you're just natural. You're born again. You're natural, but go to Jerusalem until you're clothed with power on high. What was Gideon with? Clothed with the Spirit of God. What was Samson? Clothed with the Spirit of God. What did the, the with, with David? It said, and the, the anointing came on him from that day forward. So Jesus tells the disciples, go there until you're filled with this power on high. And it says, and this power will make you witnesses. In Jerusalem, Judea, in the uttermost parts of the earth. And you know what? That's the same places that it said that multitudes followed him. So the way I influence those same areas, with the Holy Spirit, you're going to influence those same areas. So there's something about the Spirit of God. Now, there's a lot of things I could talk about about the Spirit of God. It's hard for me to, and, and challenging to be able to do this in just, in just a few minutes. But my, what I wanted to deposit in you tonight is, for one, for you to settle. I don't want to live normal any longer. And if I'm not going to live any normal any longer, that means, you know what? I need the Spirit of God in my life. I need, I need, I need, to, I need to be with God. I need to stop doing me. It needs to be God in me. And then also realizing the Holy Spirit is the difference maker. The Holy Spirit is the difference maker. You know, like I said, I don't have time to go in every aspect of it, but there's three things that I believe the Holy Spirit will cause you to live extraordinary. There's three things I believe the Holy Spirit will, will make happen in your life. Number one, he'll bring fulfillment in your life. He'll bring fullness in your life. And he'll bring fruitfulness in your life. I think if, if, if you ask anyone in the world today, if you would say, hey, do you want to be fruitful? Do you want to f- feel fulfilled? And do you want to experience fullness? Man, everyone wants that. But I'm telling you, that's, that's what the Holy Spirit was sent for. For fullness, fulfillment, and fruitfulness. Fullness, fruitfulness, and fulfillment. Fullness, fruitfulness, and fulfillment. 
If I look at the Spirit of God, if I can just some of what the Holy Spirit does throughout the Scriptures, it does that. It brings people to a place of fullness, fulfillment, and fruitfulness. Amen. I want us to go ahead and uh, I want us to go ahead and break up in, in groups. So if you're a group leader, I want you to stand up. And so if you guys could just spread in different parts of the room, we've got an empty space over in this corner. Okay, then let's use that back corner. We got this corner. We may go in the bookstore here. And we're going to do, and as you meet, because we're, I wanted to finish a little bit earlier teaching-wise, so, so you, had, you had some time because there's something I want, I want to do at the end. But the question I want you to talk about in your small groups is this. In talking about being filled with the Spirit, how should that affect our daily life? In talking about being filled with the Spirit, how should that affect our daily life? You know, because success is found in your daily routine. The Spirit of God is not just a feeling, it's not a, it's not a goosebump, but the Spirit of God is a force that God sent to cause us to live at another level. So go ahead and, go ahead and break up in your groups. Get everybody's attention. Um, you know, real quick, if, if you were here and you're, this is maybe you're new to Herod, you haven't been here that long and you're just like, saying, Pastor, you know, I, I don't understand the Holy Spirit, I don't understand what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and you need information about that. Um, and or maybe maybe you're like, you know what, hey, I, I, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. And it's the first time you've ever been in a church setting, but yet there's a peace on the inside of your heart. And you're like, you know what, I need to make some adjustments in my life. So if there's any sort of aspect of ministry or anything like that, you know, um, you know, Art's going to be uh, in here, um, probably t- to the left over here. And so if there's any questions that you have or be filled with the Holy Spirit or anything, I don't want to take that for granted that 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 any of those things would be apparent. So so art will be in there, and and so anyway, um, before we dismiss, uh, don't forget to sign up for the um, the retreat coming up. Um, next, uh, our, our next one will be the the first Thursday in September. Now it's going to be we're, we'll let you know if it changes because that's also the weekend of Pow, which is our presence area leaders uh, weekend. But that doesn't affect all our church. Um, that Thursday doesn't affect, um, you know, all the churches, mainly just presence area leaders, and they meet next door. So that Thursday evening, I'm going to pray about what other things we have going on. But I don't want to, you know, not not necessarily meet. So, so anyway, um, I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. Also, don't forget um, about uh, being part of, th- if you're a Thrive Group leader, raise your hand. You all happen to be like right there. And Art, Art and Tom's over there. If you're not part of a Thrive Group, they meet the third uh, the third Sunday of every month. I encourage you to get connected one. Um, also, um, August 25th will be worship night. Um, that'll be, uh, I believe it's the fourth uh, Sunday of the month, this month. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else coming up. Uh, just see, see either one of these guys uh, or Ryan for the retreat. Uh, and also, if you're not serving anywhere and you're like, you know what, I want to start serving and giving. Uh, Dave has been doing the train um, for how long since it started? Seven, eight years. And, 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 and so... Yeah, and Levy, yeah, and and so so uh, you're tra- you're like you got a train? What do you mean train? Yeah, we have a tra- we have a kids train that tra- drives our train to our kids departments, and so we need we need help with that. Um, also in, in ushering, uh, you raise your hand, Tony. Uh, different and, and also parking lot. Alan's not here tonight, but in parking lot, we need the, we want those teams to get stronger. So if you're not plugged in anywhere, hey, jump in, get involved somehow. Um, Dave's uh, Dave's. Um, 
met a lady, and I'm not going to, I don't know when, but anyway, so, but so he's, he's preparing to transition, you know, out of doing the train some, so, so anyway, so we need more volunteers in that area. Other than that, if you have uh, time, we'd love for you to stay, stay hang around, help us put back the chairs, uh, set, get everything set, um, set back up for 